Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Products like this one that Walmart was selling here in London, Ontario, until a local woman complained and had it removed from the shelves, Jim. Yes, Taz. This toy is called Cut the Wire, and basically it looks like... I've seen it. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bundle of TNT dynamite looking thing with a bunch of wires hanging off of it, brightly it's colored. It's like a board game, right? Well, it's like it, it's more like a uh, like a pie in the face thing type of board game where it's more interactive. It's not like a board. There's just like that. It's plastic in the game thing. section. Though. Yeah, it I've would be. Se- I've seen the box, 100. percent It totally would be. So, Cut the wire. Yeah, so it's a game recommended for children ages six and up. Players race to defuse a brightly colored ticking toy bomb connected to numerous wires before it pretend explodes. Diffuse or lose, says the product. Packaging. So, uh, a woman named Sharon from London, Ontario, discovered the item at Walmart and must have reached out to the media. She's uh, in the story. She says it's horrendous, especially in a day and age like this. It says age six, pl- six plus, and that just seems shocking to me. It was really inappropriate that in this day and age, with everything we have going on with terrorism and violence in general, that a store thought it was okay to have a game about dismantling a bomb for kids. A couple of people on Twitter complaining as well. You're desensitizing our children to dangerous items. Uh, another person says, I just saw a commercial for a game called Cut the Wire, which is basically teaching kids how to defuse a bomb. This is ridiculous. Now I'm confused. Why? Because it's not building a bomb, it's defusing a bomb. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good life skill to have. Yeah. How dare you teach our kids how to defuse a bomb? Yeah. Yeah, just imagine that. They did like one day down the road. They're they're at school and hey, there's a bomb in the courtyard. Well, thank God my parents bought me cut the wire when I was six. <laughs> Thanks, Hasbro. <laughs> it just it just seems it, it's like it's like the parent or the, the person people complaining are under the assumption that children are going to run into TNT in mm. their average day and and they're going to be brave enough to step up to it. Sharon realizes that you're allowed to walk past a product and not you're not forced to purchase it, right? <laughs> She does. She does not want her kids playing cut the wire. Yeah. Then don't buy them cut the wire, and they'll play at their cool friend's house. <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> if really, their friends have cool parents, they'll go over there to yeah. play it. Of all the things to complain about, though, there's multiple guns in every sure. sort of toy store. There's swords, multiple swords, action figures like Fortnite. Yeah. Where, where do you draw the line? I think if any this. This game, I walked past it, as I said, Jim, and I didn't think for a second, it didn't even register in my brain that this was something that would be offensive to anybody. Because the odds are a child is obviously never going to run into this situation. If you truly were concerned about a child's health care or safety, you would ban toys like uh, fake ovens or fake lawnmowers because those are things that kill children get too comfortable around and they'll reach out, they'll burn their hand or yeah. stick their hand in a lawnmower. Or... Ban alligator dentist. <laughs> the last thing you want is your child trying to give an alligator a filling if he runs into one in the wild, right? <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. Yeah, they're all cute, but you know hippos kill more people than sharks do every year in the world? What? Stay away from the hippos, kids. What was the one? Crocodile smile? Is that what it was? Crocodile dentist, man. <laughs> That's the one. Where you pull the teeth out of the crocodile. And it'd bite down. Yeah. Everybody knows that children without the proper training should not be doing uh, surgeries on, on patients with red noses. <laughs> right? You can't fix water on the knees. Yeah. 
You removed his funny bone without your surgeon's license? How dare... Yeah, it's a game. It's, it's Lighten so up. dumb. Lighten up. Mm-hmm. So Walmart actually caved and they pulled it off the shelves here in London. In America, Target has pulled off all of the uh, the, the cut the wire toys in uh, in America. They had exclusive rights to it there. In U in uh, in Canada, they have not pulled them off, but they've said we will not reorder them. So once this run uh, of toys is gone, they will no longer reorder this. The same. <laughs> they probably product. weren't selling well anyways. Then. Well, right? I did see a photo. It said fifty percent off on a bunch of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> the all new cut the wire game. A device is ticking and is about to go off. Which wire will you cut? Which is danger? Which is safe? Secret clues will help you decide. It's the ultimate race to see who can defuse or lose. I've played that game. It's a lot of fun, says one of our listeners. Text message here. (laughs) That game looks pretty stupid, but what about the game that... (laughs) Where the kids have to catch the log of poop that jumps out of the toilet. That one looks pretty good, too. What? Is that a real thing? Look it up, Jim. Is there, is there a kid's game that teaches kids to jump okay. a poop that jumps out of a toilet? This game is called Flush and Frenzy. It's Flush and Frenzy. Flush the oh handle to see God. how many times to plunge. Look out. You pop a poop. Make the grab and get a token. Catch it in midair, and it's twice the points. Oh my the one God. with the most tokens wins. Flash and Frenzy, the game. That cannot be real. It literally, it shoots a, it's a little plastic toilet, and it shoots a, what looks like a Snickers bar with a smiley face on it out the back of the tank if you plunge it enough times. And, then and you whoever catch it. catches the poop wins. <laughs> Now, that is something that would be bad for kids because they actually have toilets everywhere they go. You don't want to teach your children to catch the poop that shoots out of the toilet. There's just going to be a rash of pink eye. (laughs) (laughs) See, I can understand banning that game. (laughs) Catch the poop and catch the pink eye for bonus points. (laughs) The greatest headline I saw on the weekend. I took a screen capture of the story, Jim, because I couldn't wait to read this to you. (laughs) This is a news story. Out of Kansas. Headline is, Shopper banned from Walmart after sipping wine from Pringles can. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better. Workers told police that the woman was riding around in an electric shopping cart drinking wine from a can of Pringles. Wow. (laughs) So she's boozing and cruising. Inside the Walmart. Like, this is just... Primo people of Walmart material, yeah. right? Like this woman, her life has got to be over now. She sounds like she's a real Walmart fan. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> like her life. Prime demo. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's banned from the local Walmart. No charges were laid, but she's not allowed to go back to Walmart. I'm trying to figure out the visual here because when you first said drinking it out of a Pringles can, I, I thought she put like a thin wine bottle into the can like you would with a, pa- a brown paper bag, but it sounds like yeah. maybe she poured it into the receptacle. Herself. I don't know if if a bot a wine bottle would fit it. I don't think like it an would. ice wine would. Yeah, but that seems expensive for this type of move. You wouldn't put ice wine in Pringles <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, a bottle of Dom Perignon. <laughs> I just picture you putting pouring wine from a box into a Pringles can, but it's got like the residue from ketchup chips floating so, around yeah. in the wine. Classy. <laughs> or she has the box of wine at home, which is probably more likely. 
and she just puts the can under the spout and fills her up, <laughs> heads yeah. on over to the Walmart to do her shopping. Like a thermos. <laughs> kind of ingenious, you know? It's funny, but that's a pretty good little sneaky way to get booze into somewhere. Just put it in a Pringles can. I'm surprised it's watertight, or maybe you just have a time limit. Until the glue lets go. <laughs> Until the can dissipates. Yeah. And you got wine everywhere. I like it. I, I think this woman deserves a round of applause. Really? Not to be banned from the Walmart. <laughs> the old Pringles can wine trick. Might have to give it a, a try when festival season starts here in London. Woman has been banned from Walmart for sipping wine out of a Pringles can. Dude, once you pop, you can't stop. I never thought about using the Pringles can. Mm-hmm. So we're asking for your uh, your sneaky booze life hacks here. Go ahead. Hey, Taz, I got a good one for you. Yeah. I'm serious. A buddy of mine, we went to a David Bowie concert years ago in Toronto, and he had a 26 or a vodka, and then one of those clear coolers, you know, those clear things, like almost like plastic. He poured the vodka into the plastic thing with grapefruit juice, so you couldn't smell it. It just smelled like grapefruit juice. He took the label off the vodka. In those days, there was labels on it. I don't know what they have now. He took the label off really carefully. Then he put the label, filled it up with water, put the label back on, put the bottle in his pocket, in his coat, and we carried the, the, that's the thing, and the guy smelt it. He says, just grapefruit juice. He hits his thing. He hits his coat. He seals the bottle. He pulls it out. He looks... But you're not going in with this, you wish. And there's some water in it, right? So he takes the vodka. Oh, so he had a red herring. So he purposely, <laughs> he purposely got the it. vodka uh, yeah. confiscated so he could bring in the grapefruit <laughs> juice, which was actually the vodka. The old exactly. bait and switch. It was my buddy. It was, I couldn't believe it worked. It worked perfect. That's brilliant. Thanks, yeah, it was, it was really good. Hey, FM 96. Morning, guys. Can you do I better didn't... than a Pringles can full of wine? No, but I really want to give a thumbs up to a guy that was, it was on the news a while ago where he actually buried a flask months and months before the event and then went in and undug it and, and enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the show. You remember that? I don't know. I do remember that. We've talked We've talked about uh, seeing people in down in Harris Park with shovels <laughs> before Rock the Park, right? Burying that's, their booze. That's it. That, that has to be the ultimate uh, way to do it. That's, it really is planning ahead. Hey there, just uh, calling in about the life hacks you were looking for? Yeah. Yeah, so before uh, the reefer was legal, not for booze, but I uh, used to just roll up a joint and you put it in a McDonald's cup, empty cup, and attach it to the straw, and you just walk around sipping on the straw like you're drinking a pop all day. Say that again? You put the joint in the straw? Yeah, so in the inside the cup, you attach the joint to the bottom of the straw there, Light it, and then you put it back in the cup so no one sees what you're doing. And you <laughs> but there'd yeah, be smoke awesome. coming out of your McDonald's drink when you're not sipping on it. I suppose so, yeah. But and also, when you know. take a sip, you have to exhale a ton of smoke unless it's the spiciest drink of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, McDonald's cups are, are quite popular here. Here's one, Taz and Jim. If I drag my boyfriend to the mall with me, we'll stop by McDonald's to get a cup so he can pour a beer in it and he can drink a beer and relax while I walk around the mall and shop with him. <laughs> you don't even need to pour it in there. You can just set a can inside. With the straw. And then you put the straw yeah. directly in the can. I use Gatorade bottles with juice and gin. I call it Ginerade. Works like a charm at all the hockey arenas in the area. <laughs> Flat-chested females...
We use bagged wine and buy a bigger bra. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. A lot of McDonald's with a beer can inside. Here's another one. I heard of uh, one of my coworkers who was always drunk at work. No one could figure out how he was doing it, but after he retired, he told everyone he would use a needle to inject vodka into his orange juice bottles so they'd still be sealed when he'd bring them into the workplace. <laughs> so he'd open up like a can of orange juice or a bottle of what? orange juice. And he injected vodka. Like you, that... Do you have so many testing seals around your workplace fridge? This is... Uh... I think that's that's a hard sign you might have a drinking problem. Yeah, that's next level. (laughs) If you're using a syringe to extract orange juice from a bottle, and, oh no, he says it wasn't orange juice. He was injecting vodka into an orange. (laughs) (laughs) That makes more sense, because I'm like, you could just unscrew the lid, pour a little orange juice, and top it up. No, he'd he'd eat a vodka-infused orange every day at work. That's like when you put a bottle of rum or whatever into a watermelon at a party. That is hilarious. That's also that's also way more complicated than just bringing a bottle into the bathroom or something, or waiting until after work to get sure. drunk. Sure, but if you have to, I bet he wishes he thought of the Pringle can thing. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the Knights game on Saturday. Uh, my son's foot kept accidentally kicking the the seat in front of him. And when I say kept, I was counting. It happened three times during the first period. Three taps on the back of the seat in front of us and the old lady who was sitting there turned around scowled at us your child is kicking my seat i i was very polite i apologized i wanted to say something else but i didn't i held it in but still there's some people who think that i mismanaged the situation go ahead you notice that grayson was kicking the seat and the first time you noticed that she was bothered you didn't say anything you probably should have said, hey, he's too, he's excited to be here. You know, sorry about that. So I should have nipped it but, in the bud before. Yeah, yeah, because you come off as one of those parents, baby, that... You know what, though? I, I don't think I'm describing it properly. He wasn't, like, kicking the seat. Like, he his, his shoe was touching the back of her seat. Like, he's a he's a big boy for his age, but he's still but tiny. His foot can his only foot make so much power. His foot the back. It could have no, very got, well have been my knee touching the back got, of her I, seat. You know what I mean? I got, I got that, but she turned around, right? And she noticed it? So, just to be cool, I just said, hey, sorry, he's two. You know, he's really excited to be here. Um, that way you don't come off as one of those parents that says, my kid can do anything. It's, look at him. He's great. It's He's kicking the seat or he's touching the seat, you know? I mean, there is a line there. I was thinking, I was so bothered by the, the, the lady scowling at us, I considered going to get my son a large Pepsi in between the first and second period. No, 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 no. <laughs> if, no. She wants, if she wants to no. see her seat get kicked. <laughs> or I could have just dumped it over her head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I would love it if somebody caught you on camera getting into it with an 80-year-old lady. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> As much as I wanted to. <laughs> you imagine? Taz from FM 96 <laughs> assaults old woman with a large Pepsi at London Knights game. <laughs> I would never do it, but if she wants something to actually complain about, that would be something. 
Text messages here. Mandy says, Hey, Taz, that old lady sounds like it might have been my crusty mother. <laughs> Not kidding. What was your mom at the Knights game on Saturday? Let me know. If she was, Mandy, let me know what section she was uh, sitting in. Oh, my goodness. Imagine we found this woman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another one. Taz and Jim. I can relate to this. My son has autism. At two years old, he was making some noises in the grocery store. This old lady was so annoyed that so annoyed that she had to listen to my son's noises. She turned around and made a face at us. I blurted out, "He has autism. What do you want me to do?" She rolled her eyes and turned her back to us. Oh my god, that's a good. Uh, I mean, terrible. Your son has autism, but. To be able to say that, like to shut if, somebody down, to shut somebody up, like yeah. it's like, listen, everybody is in a different situation. I know when I didn't have kids, I couldn't sympathize as well to other parents, yeah. right? But you're doing your best to control your children. Yeah, I when, mean, when you're out in public, yeah, and uh, you know whether they have a condition or not, sometimes a kid is just being a devil, and the parents are at the end of their rope. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey. Hey. I got a great story for you about uh, Knights game. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing, uh, I'm at my, uh, we're on Friday night, we're there. Yeah. My daughter, uh, she's in, uh, in the Wortley Singers. Uh, we're talking. Uh, we're up in the 300s, and I've got a full body banana suit on. Well, I saw you on the Jumbotron. That was it. That was me, Banana Man. <laughs> and uh, we're having a great time. And unknown to me, the front of the banana suit is uh, is kind of brushing against the gentleman in front of me at uh, the bottom of it as we're dancing and partying. We're having a great time. And his wife turns around, and I didn't even see it happen. And she grabbed the bottom of the banana suit and just yanked it and almost pulled me over the seat. And she just glared at me and said, you knock it off. She was so upset. Come on. Everyone was loving the dancing banana at the game on Friday. <laughs> totally. That was, yeah. And she was so, she glared at me. It was, oh. Now, I, I can I, understand the guy not wanting your phallic banana banging <laughs> your banana crotch. Yeah, it's, it's right? coming out from that spot of your body, Were too. you dancing like that the entire game, or was it just the, the time they put you up on the big screen? No, uh, what, what I would do is uh, when they need, like, make noise or... You know, get a goal, I'd slide it up, and they scored, the Knights scored, we'd jump up, I'd put the suit on, we'd dance around and have a good time and then take it off during, like, regular play. But we were having a great time, but it was so funny because she just yanked it so hard it almost pulled me over. There you go. The old lady who was complaining about my son should just counter lucky stars she wasn't sitting in front of Banana Man. The big banana. (laughs) (laughs) Wear it to the next game. Bring that to every game. Every single game that we go to, I'm going to be there with the banana suit on. What's your name? My name is Aaron. Aaron the Banana Man. Thanks, dude. Thanks. I love you guys. Your show's great. Getting a free banana yank at the hockey game. (laughs) And ladies, brace yourselves. Chris Pratt's back off the market. Ooh. Yeah. He announced his engagement to Katherine Schwarzenegger. Wait a second. Yep. Arnold's daughter? Arnold's daughter. What? I know. Holy cow. This is the post. So, like, so cheesy. This is the post you put on Instagram. Sweet Catherine. So happy you said yes. 
I'm thrilled to be marrying you. Proud to live boldly in faith with you. Here we go. Diamond ring emoji, prayer emoji, heart emoji. Like, really, Chris Pratt? You already make all us other guys look terrible just by being Chris Pratt. And you have to go and post something like that on Instagram? Well, if Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be your father-in-law, you better start kissing some butt around that family. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, I've never been more excited in my life, sir. It, it really does. It, it's. I would go see this movie. It does sound like a plot. Chris Pratt marrying Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. It's like a, it's like an elevator pitch for <laughs> next year's big comedy, right? Yeah, I, I feel like I would have heard in the tabloids or on somewhere online. You didn't know online. those two were dating? Had no idea. Catherine Schwarzenegger is a. Um, Lifestyle blogger, which is something you can become when your parents have a gajillion dollars. Oh, what do you do for a living? Mm, I'm a lifestyle blogger. (laughs) (laughs) And what else do you do? Mm, Nothing. Blog? (laughs) Yeah, my dad's Arnold Schwarzenegger and I'm getting married to Chris Pratt, so I think I'll just blog for the rest of my life. (laughs) Post some pictures of me sitting on couches and stuff on... On social media, get paid millions of dollars for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get free stuff from companies, free soaps. I I really would love to. I, they should do a movie together. Yeah, yeah. Arnold I mean, and Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's like turned into an unlikely action star. I would sure. love to see like maybe uh, uh, the daughter of Schwarzenegger gets kidnapped, and then the 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 son in law and the father in law who don't get along have to team up and rescue. This is the plot of the movie. Yeah. You don't want Katherine Schwarzenegger to actually get kidnapped. Well, if it makes a good documentary. <laughs> yeah. If they've got camera crews following them, then maybe I do.